0: Howdy, people. Happy Conference Championship Weekend. This is D, and this is the Under Review Show. Hopefully, you made it out of the division weekend in one piece. I know I didn't. I am walking with a limp. Um, I think I have malaria. Uh, I don't know what happened, but uh, we got beat up pretty bad Um, because of one single solitary game ruined my weekend. We'll get into that. Of course, this is the Under Review Show. I'm D. Show is brought to you by the good people of betonline.ag. If you want to bet on the stuff we talk about, head to betonline.ag. Use promo code REVIEW and get yourself some extra love in your betting account. This is the world's greatest sports betting podcast, probably. I'm D, your host, joining me on every Tuesday on our Aftermath episode, where we break down what happened on the weekend, good, bad, and the ugly. It's our good friend, Eric Rosenthal. Sir... Welcome to the program.
1: It was uh, a it was a fun and interesting conversation it, it was fun divisional round, as you said. Um, the Ravens, man, we got to talk about the Ravens because they flopped harder than any team in recent memory. It, with all the hype in Lamar Jackson's MVP season, they they were just so dominant, fourteen and two. Um, what the hell happened? How did they kill us so badly? And not not just lose, but got got freaking crushed. Derrick Henry just destroyed their entire lives. W- what happened?
0: Yeah, you know, here, here's here's something crazy about it. Uh, we didn't even talk about that game. So every week, folks, we do a triple, uh, a triple tease burger, we call it. We pick three games. We tease them all, one direction. Generally seven points in one direction. Tease them all, parlay them together, and have a wicked good bet. Um, we went through, you know, with a fine-tooth comb. Every single game... And uh, Baltimore, we just skimmed over because we're like, this is our this is our favorite one. We teased them down from ten to three or uh, nine and a half to two and a half. Basically, just needed a win for them to do it, which we thought was so automatic that we didn't even need to get into it. And then they not only did they lose outright, they get absolutely slobber knocked. They look just pedestrian. The league MVP, three turnovers on his own. Like he basically gave the game away in the first half on by himself after putting together one of the most historic seasons by a quarterback that, that any of us have ever seen or will ever see again. He he just looked terrible. Everybody looked terrible. They were just they were just whack. Um especially a Tennessee team that came off like a barely winning against New England the week before. You know, it was a one-point game with with time left on the clock there, but it wasn't like they were they even came close to running away with it. Ryan Tannehill threw 74 yards against the Patriots. You know what I mean? It was like this, there was no reason Tennessee should have been in it, let alone win it. And uh, they crushed us, and that was the third leg of our teaser that uh, that lost us this that last weekend, man. It's just it's appalling to think that's actually what went down. I know the book, the guys at Bet Online, they just they they made they made it all off of that game.
1: Yeah, I mean that that was just a killer, especially because um, the the Chiefs were the other other main team in in any teaser and. You know, we can talk about that game, too, if you want to get to that or we'll stick with the Ravens for a bit. Well, I but. don't
0: even know. I don't even know if I want to say anything about the Ravens. I mean, uh, major choke job. Harbaugh, you know, we talked about it last week that they're so consistent. They do it in a way that's not like they never they, they don't ever seem to, like, exceed their capabilities. They just hit the exact highest level of their capabilities week in and week out. And that's all they just do what they need to do. And they go. Um, unlike a team like Seattle that has to like play above their head every week. The, these guys don't, they just play a consistent game. And then, you know, that's what we thought that is guaranteed. They're great coach. The coach really well. That's a guarantee. All those things didn't happen for basically the first time in the entire season. And, uh, and that's all that we really need to say about that. I don't know where, the, where do they go from here? Like, they're certainly not going to be able to put that performance down that they did. They're going to come down from earth a little bit next year. And the the AFC goes back over to being owned now by the Kansas city chiefs who at the beginning of the season, with a team to beat, <laughs> right?
1: Remember and, that? Yeah, well, Maybe it was like I, de facto. I always, thought, I always thought they were the team to beat. I mean, I said this podcast a lot of times, and they were like plus six hundred or plus seven hundred to win the AFC or yep. plus eight hundred to win the Super Bowl. It always seemed confusing to me because I think Patrick Mahomes is is by far and away the, the best quarterback in the league. I think he's actually the best. It sounds sounds strange, sound you know reactionary, but I think he's the greatest. Quarterback we've ever seen He's better at playing quarterback than anyone in the history of the NFL um, In his first season He threw 50 touchdowns you sound He sound like Bill po- Simmons
0: and Saquon Barkley <laughs> no, He just gushed <laughs> over him And now he's like uh, he's, I think he deleted those podcasts Anyways, go ahead, this is great
1: He threw 50 touchdowns in his first you know season He made the AFC championship He only lost because D Ford lined up offsides And then they lost the coin toss in overtime He's the only reason he lost in his first season, and now is in his second season. He's back starting the AFC Championship after dropping over 50 points in his only playoff game this year. So, you know why? Why are we sleeping on Patrick Mahomes so much? Like, why aren't we? If they win the coin toss last year against the Patriots, they win the Super Bowl. Or if D. Ford lines up on side, they win the Super Bowl. You know, in my opinion that the Rams just weren't ready. So that happens, and everyone all season right now would be talking about how. Mahomes is maybe the greatest quarterback ever. Two Super Bowls in two seasons. Uh, he's the GOAT. There's no chance they lose. And all of a sudden, because they didn't win last year, people well, people have slept on the Chiefs. People have slept on Mahomes. You know, Lamar Jackson's been the flavor of the year. Uh, other things have been distracting. I, I just think they're the best team. He's the best quarterback. It's It seems pretty simple to me. Uh, we kind of forgot who he was. I mean, we just saw it. They were down 24-0 to the Texans, and I wasn't really worried that they were going to lose the game. That's how insane he is at football. They were literally like, oh, it's 24-0. Ah, this isn't over. I mean, Bill O'Brien's a, a big reason of that too. But Patrick Mahomes is just too good. And I uh, i won't spoil it, but I think you can guess where I'm leaning in one of my picks this weekend.
0: Well, let's just do a recap too of our Teesburger last week. So we teased – so uh, we had – the Baltimore Ravens were nine-and-a-half point favorites. We teased them down to two-and-a-half. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs were nine-point favorites. We teased them down to two, um, which looked really scary. And then the last game was uh, uh, Green Bay Packers were four-point home faves against Seattle. We teased them um, down from minus four to plus three, right? So we, we even gave ourselves a buffer. buffer. So let's finish off um, with that KC matchup. Yes, being down by 24. I texted you partway through, and I just said, this is the worst—the The Tennessee Titans-Houston Texans AFC Championship game would be, you know, uh, it, it would just be the most boring thing ever. I might just go, like, go ride in a canoe for those three and a half hours. Pa- paddle around in a canoe looking at, uh, like, foliage in wildlife. I think would be more entertaining than what that would have been. Uh, but now, I mean, they— they they change it and th- this is one thing that i think the only team that's done it either nfc or afc um, is play some real fu football you know what i mean the saints had it in their on a platter couldn't get it together couldn't couldn't buck up and just do what they're supposed to do when they need to do it you know patriots couldn't do it had it had it on a, on a platter you know had to lose to miami when they really just needed to beat them had to, and then, and then ended up going into the wild card game for the first time in 10 freaking years, you know? Done. Um, and, and we have all of these teams that are just not uh, pulling their weight. They're not real. They're, 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 they're fraudulent teams. And KC looked like they were going to be a fraudulent team. It looked like, again, this is what we're going to deal with here. This is insane. We're dealing with this crap again. Um, you know, and then uh, and then they just dug it up. They got mad. They played some FU football, and that's just what you need. It's not like the Baltimore Ravens didn't get mad and didn't do some pep talks on the sidelines. You know, all the teams did it. They're the only ones that really just grabbed it by the horns and not only just came back to win, which would have been a feat in, its, in and of itself, dropped a 50-burger on the team that put 24 on them and just ran them out of town. They said, don't poke the bear, you know? So you, like, poke the bear, and they were like, forget about it. Yeah, you know, and then and then always you look at these things, right? I always talk about the characteristics of teams. You have to always discount anomalies during the regular season, right? If you got it, you know, uh, if your team loses by throwing a bunch of picks, but you don't normally throw picks or you turn over the ball or you, you can't convert third downs or you can't stop teams on third down. But over the course of a season, you, you really get uh, the idea of what they really, really do, except for in the playoffs. In the playoffs, you can have an uncharacteristic game like the Baltimore Ravens. and You're just done. And then it, and it's game over. Um, so you respond to those when it's one and done, and what Casey did was uh, unbelievably phenomenal. And they're back at uh, they're back up top for uh, for Super Bowl futures now. Not only just to win the AFC because uh, it was Baltimore's to lose, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, course, at least according to the betting public and in the sports books, it was Baltimore's to lose, and they lost it. They definitely did that. Uh, all of a sudden, Ryan freaking Tannehill is uh one. One game away from the Super Bowl just yeah. almost makes no sense.
0: Yeah, uh, it's it's a weird, sad kind of thing. Um, yeah, watching that game, it was just I don't know. They just got out coached. They got out played. They got out everything. Just so much, so many nerves. I mean, I know that people were talking about how Lamar Jackson was so much. Um, yeah, the yips last year, right? And he really affected him deeply. They say that 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 loss in the wild card round last year really, really made him. You know, really affected him, and it. it it's just that a prototypical young player going in and uh, uh, maybe overthinking it, you know, like you just saw some of the throws he made and and, and he started kind of getting it together later in the game, but it really was just too much, um, too late. But then you have a guy like Mahomes who was in deep there, but uh, albeit limited experience. He's had some pretty, he's been in some pretty deep waters in his career, you know, Um, going up against the Patriots, you know, and, uh, and, you know, not only winning this year, but like last year, really going deep with the GOAT against the greatest of all time, the Super Bowl winning team, to really go that close to the edge. I mean, that's a learning experience. Think about it how you will if they're going to, you know, the coin flips another way, they win it or not. Um, going through that process is so important for teams to to develop, not only leadership, but just to get over that hump and get, and, and get that feeling of adversity and, and being able to go through it. And I think it might have been one of the most important things that they did last year was lose because now when faced with adversity um, or an opportunity, it's just crazy. They're just shutting the door on it. They look, they look unstoppable, especially now they've got a defense and he has got a bit of a defense here.
1: Yeah. And they have a bit of a defense and um, they might not even need that. If they're going to score every time, I like the way they did. Um, I don't know if you want to talk quickly about the Packers game, um, you know, my agreement. Packers. Let's jump into
0: that. So we won. So we lost Baltimore. We took the uh, the KC one. That was a walk away. Uh, but this was, yeah, the interesting one was the Packers Seahawks, right? Because you were super confident about the Packers. But I talked to a lot of other people. Nobody was really that confident. Nobody was because the Seahawks just do this. If this is going to be an ugly game and we didn't mention it on our show, and we probably should have. If they're going to play ugly, you're in trouble with Seattle. If you can't play your style of football, if you're going to play, it, turn it into an ugly football game, which it was, For a, a, there were small portions where you just saw it get ugly. You knew you had to be worried. Hey?
1: I I really I was a little bit worried at the end of the fourth quarter. You know, Rodgers needing to get those first downs to ice the game. But I thought the Packers were the much better team. I think they proved it throughout that game. Um, it was 28, you know, 21-3 a half, 28-10 late in the third quarter until the Seahawks finally – abandoned the run I and mean, people made fun of me for, for saying how washed Marshawn lynch is but finished the game 12 carries for 26 yards uh he buried them and if they if they throw the ball those 12 times or you know most of the times that they give it to Marshawn, maybe the seahawks win um one possession they handed it off to Marshawn three times in a row uh, three out and punted that was their whole possession that could have been the difference in the game
0: Is it weird how they just go like uh, every game they just go like run the ball, run the ball, run the ball this isn't working, give it to Russ and then it changes.
1: Yeah, exactly (laughs) I don't know why I don't just do that from the get-go but um, they didn't, Uh, Aaron Rodgers put on a a masterful performance um, didn't have the huge numbers because they were kind of running out the clock and the Seahawks had the ball like the entire second half Um, but Devontae Adams, 160 yards and two touchdowns, Um, Rodgers proved why, you know, he's a Super Bowl MVP himself and um, he led the Packers to a 13 and three record and a buy, um, people just for some reason didn't give the Packers any credit. And, um, the fact that we took a teaser, I, I thought if there was any way the Packers would lose, it would be on some nonsense, crazy bullshit, uh, yeah. where the Seahawks would win it right at the end. And even if that did happen, say the, we Seahawks won. Got the bowl, <laughs> Yeah. got a touchdown and got a two point conversion at the end, they would have won by three and we would have been good on our teaser. So
0: yeah, yeah that's the funny thing is like, it's like we basically nailed it. We nailed every conceivable. That was one of the, and, and for a team in the Seahawks that have screwed us out of more money this year than any team in the history of football, the fact that we nailed that tease burger so well because we, we just knew their stripes, they couldn't change him, and that's how they're going to do it. It's If they won, it would be an ugly, last minute, g- stupid grinded out, Russell Wilson scrambling around, throwing up Hail Mary 20 yarders, not even Hail Mary 60 yards, 20 yarders. Yeah. Um you know, here and there and like, and then managed to maybe get it in the end zone. And that's just, we knew that that's how they were going to do it. And it basically played out how we were um, going to do it. And it, by the way, though, I mean, you can't really blame too, too many people for like writing off Aaron Rodgers, you know, per se, because he's not been himself, you know, like it, it's, it's not been these outstanding, like lightning. He has, he has had a couple games, obviously, but, and, you know, everybody kind of does here and there, but he's not the star of the show, you know, right, right now, it, and and that's where people just get confused because you're so used to seeing Green Bay as the star of the show. And it can be, it's why people have, it may be the best thing. They're sleeping on them a little bit. Um, because what, what Aaron Rodgers is doing is he's just hitting that pass on 38, you know, for that first down. That's just really all he's after now. You know, not these big knockout punch things. That was just a great throw by Aaron Rodgers. When he's getting tackled too, he's in the middle of getting clobbered. Uh, quickly though, your thoughts, which it's coming from Seahawks Nation. Um, is uh, was it was that a first down by Jimmy Graham?
1: So I don't know if you saw, but it clearly was a first down. The thing that confused everybody, and if you haven't seen it, I can understand why you'd be mad if you're a Seahawks fan if you ha- haven't seen it and why you're going to discount this, but go look it up. It's true. The yellow line on the screen is, uh, is unofficial, and it was completely off. It was about a yard off from where it should have been. Um, you can go look at the film exactly. See where the ball was um, at the start of the drive. It was like before the 36, and the yellow line was like half a yard after the 46, um, or whatever it may be. Um, it was just completely off, and that's why most people freaked out, thinking it should not have been a first down or should have been overturned because of where that yellow where that yellow line was. The but and did get the it's first it. down, and uh, I could see why people freaked out, but it, it was clearly a first, uh, and there's almost no doubt about it
0: yeah yeah and I mean he was almost by the way, he almost got the first down with the wrong yellow line too in in the replays. It was like super tight at that line too but yeah, uh I think I, I agree with you. I mean in the if I'm Seahawks Nation too, like I'm looking for something because I mean Pete Carroll uh punting it with three thirty <laughs> left uh they had a fourth and eleven, I think a fourth and twelve some 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 egregious fourth down but like you know to to say, do not go for it there. Uh, and just put the game on the line it was a bit weird, right? I mean, I'm sure you. Were, I was really surprised when I like, turned away to grab something and come back, and they're punting. I couldn't believe it.
1: Were you? Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't surprised. That's who Pete Carroll is. You think? Um, he's he's always been that way. And yeah, you give the ball to Russell Wilson to go win you the game. He's your best player. That's the situation you want to be in. Now you might not even touch the ball back, which they didn't, and, and then you lose. I I I want the ball. And Russell Wilson's hand with a chance to win. And also, if he doesn't get it, it's not like you just lose. They just cancel the rest of the game. You can still get a three and out, which if you give up a first down, you're going to lose anyway. So you can still get a three and out and get the ball back um, if you don't get the first down. There could be, in today's league, 11 yards isn't that hard. There could be a defensive penalty. Anything can happen. I thought it was a horrible decision to punt, but I wasn't surprised because Pete Carroll just – that's the way he coaches football games. He does
0: choke out a little bit, though, I find. I find, like, that clock management was terrible. Like, they even asked him in the press conference, like, what happened? Why did, like, it take you, like, 45 seconds to decide to run a play like there? And he's like, I, I don't know. I don't know what happened. <laughs> it just reminds yeah, me. Well, well that, now we're now we're year. We're going to year six since the, they won a Super Bowl. The dynasty? What happened to that dynasty of the of the Seahawks, hey? Like, uh, you, you'd think it still existed. Uh, but, hey, so we took home that end of the Teasburger, right? Um, but this week we don't have a triple teaser. We can't do three. There's only two games. There's only two games, and we have to tease them. And we're not, or we have to uh, parlay them. But we're not going to tease them. Okay. You and I, we just got to, we got to do this straight up. We got to do a real big, big guy, big boy, big person bet here. Okay. Um, okay. For starters, let's go through the odds. Titans seven and a half point road dogs against Kansas City Chief total for that game. It's unbelievable. Only 7.5 points in 52.5. You know what they're saying there? They're saying the Titans are going to put some points up. The Tannehill's going to have a game. Hmm. Next one. uh, Your Green Bay Packers go on the road to face the San Francisco 49ers. Also as 7.5 point road dogs. Total a uh, a far more manageable 45. Okay? Let's start with this Titans-Kansas City matchup. Um check it out kansas city moves to 11 and 5 and 1 against the spread after their win last week which is uh just about good for best in the league besides guess who the green bay packers at 11 and 6 i guess it's basically the same those two teams are the are are, are the top teams left for ats spreads here um very very interesting here's the deal um Home favorites though, Kansas City's four two and one at home as a favorite this year. Now that's including some games without Patrick Mahomes, and even Patrick Mahomes coming back and them losing to Tennessee. Um, so let's be uh, you know let's be very clear that that might be a, a skewed four two and one. And the reason why that's important is because um, as a road underdog this season, Tennessee is four and two on the season. Better on the road covering. Or oh, there's good on the road covering as Casey is at the home as, as, uh, at home covering. Thoughts about that? Also, uh, look at that team matchup. You know the Titans beat the Kansas City Chiefs this year.
1: But they did, they did on, on basically that? a hail mary at the end, two missed field goals by the Chiefs. Yep. Uh, Tannehill hail mary, and uh, you know who else beat the Chiefs this year in the regular season?
0: Uh, the who? Houston,
1: the Houston Texans. Yep, and and out, how how well did that work out for them? Uh, in, in the playoffs,
0: yeah, that's very true. That's very very true. They got to, they 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 ran into some fu football, right?
1: I love this game so much. Just, I cannot <laughs> believe.
0: Yeah, you're you're that, really freaking out. You're freaking me out here.
1: I can't believe anyone has any interest in the Titans at all. You're talking about maybe the greatest player at his position in the history of the sport <laughs> at football, in my opinion. His numbers are there: fifty <laughs> touchdowns last year. He's his three playoff games, he put up 30, he's had 30 playoff games in his career. 31, 31, 51. Those are his three games. 31, 31, 51. There's no reason to think he's not going to put up 31-plus again in now his second year. He's only improving. 31 against the Colts, 31 against a great Patriots defense who gave up three in the Super Bowl. And then 51, 51 points despite trailing 24-0 in the second quarter. Uh, In in his first start this year in the playoffs. And we're going to thank Ryan Tannehill who threw for 72 yards against the Patriots, 72 yards. He's going to go into Kansas city and put up points against Patrick Mahomes. That's going to happen. That that's, he's going to outscore Patrick Mahomes on the road in Kansas city. Who's going to put up 31 plus. And we're going to say Ryan Tannehill is going to score 32 plus on the road. That's going to happen. Stop. Get hey. out of here. You're wrong if you think that. Turn off the podcast if you think that. Maybe don't do that. Listen, listen to what else we got to say. But you're just wrong if you think that. Kansas City Chiefs are going to win this game. It's silly how low their money line is, how low the spread is. I mean, I want to do minus seven just in case of the hook. But this is just silliness. People are getting caught in the hype of Tannehill getting lucky. In winning 14 to 13, or I guess they got a pick six at the end, gets the Patriots, and then Lamar Jackson imploding. This is complete nonsense. Bet the Chiefs they are going to win uh, almost guaranteed.
0: Are we taking the points?
1: I mean, I love the money line so much. I'm willing to take the points. I'm going to buy it down to seven if I can. I know they're minus seven and a half, minus 105, so I'd rather just take minus seven, uh, minus 115. Um, just so we don't, you know, lose on that hook, we get we get a push there. But I just love the money line so much because I just don't think that it's realistic they could lose. They could literally go down twenty four zero like they did. They could go down thirty one zero in the first half, and I still think the Chiefs are going to find a way to win this football game. So I, I do like the spread, but I think the money line is so appealing and so obvious that they're just not going to lose this game. That you know, why risk the uh, the guaranteed free money? to uh, win a little extra uh, taking the spread instead of taking the money line.
0: What about Andy Riggs' playoff record with the Kansas City Chiefs, which is sitting now only because of last week at even, I believe?
1: Yeah, uh, that's That's interesting. Um, But what I'd say is, you know, what are those games with Patrick Mahomes and what are those games without Patrick Mahomes? Like, you know, let's flip it to the NBA real quick, you know. Steve Kerr's the greatest coach of all time, right? They the Warriors go seventy three and nine, they win all their games, and then Steph Curry's got hurt, and Kevin Durant's hurt, and Clay Thompson's hurt, and then now they have the worst record in the league, and he's a terrible coach. It's like no, 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 just the players are are important, and who they are uh, means more sometimes than who the coach is. And, and Patrick Mahomes um, is a hundred times more important than Andy Reid. In this football game, because no matter what the play call is, no matter what the score is, Mahomes can run around and make throws that uh, nobody in the history that the NFL can make. Uh, Maybe Aaron Rodgers uh, in his prime can do some of the same things. But it's just Mahomes, no matter what goes wrong, no matter what bad luck happens, muff punts, block punts for touchdowns. He's so damn good at football that they can come back and win. And if things go right for them and wrong for the Titans, and the Titans are dropping punts, the Titans get a block, you know, punt block per touchdown, It's the route will be on. Well, because- I'll tell you,
0: if, if, if there's any team, if there's any team that, that uh, you know, is due for some things going wrong, it's the Tennessee Titans. Because against the Patriots, everything just had to go right, and it just, and it did. And then they go into Baltimore, everything went right for them. Everything had to go right, and it did. And uh, they're going to walk in here, and they're going to need a lot more to go right for them. Um, although, like... You know what the uh, you know that the, the Kansas City Chiefs just can't beat the Titans? What about that? Eric. In the last in the last four games, the Kansas City Chiefs have lost to the Tennessee Titans, four games in a row. They can't, they can't beat them. Just can't do it. Lost to them last year, 22, 21. Lost to them this year, 32, 35, 32. Lost to them 2016. Well, they just can't beat them. They just, they're, they're a thorn in their side. The Titans just have their number. I know that Vrabel wasn't there. I know that it wasn't Mahomes, but man, is that a monkey on your back or what? If you got like, it's impossible. What if, what if this is the case that the Chiefs just don't be the Titans? Like, like the Patriots can't beat Miami in Miami. It's just, it's just a fact of football lore, of football folklore. <laughs>
1: That one I I buy into. In uh, Week 17, I I was a little worried about the Patriots, and rightfully so. But this one, I don't buy one bit. Um, There's two missed field goals uh, by the Chiefs in in regulation against the Titans this year were some bad luck by by Butker missing both. Tannehill threw a Hail Mary. I just don't don't trust it. Uh, I think it's more random variance. I don't really care what happened in 2016 when Mahomes wasn't there and Tannehill wasn't there and you know, this wasn't – the Chiefs were not the Chiefs back then um, in any way. Uh, so I really don't care about those games. Uh, I do care about this this year's one a little bit. But, hey, Mahomes scored 31-plus, didn't he? They dropped 32 in that game. Um, he's going to do it again, and I just don't see Tannehill in the playoffs dropping over 30 points on the road in, in Kansas City. And I think if Mahomes has to score 40, he can. And if he has to score 50 – It sounds ridiculous, but he just scored 50. They scored 51 last week. So I don't even really, it's the one team in the league where I don't even care what goes wrong. They can still win. Like the 49ers, who who people, you know, loved a lot this season, they're not some high powered offense. If things go wrong, they have a fumble here, something goes wrong there, and they're down 14 points. You're not like, oh, well, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo will just lead him back to a quick victory here, you know? They like to run the ball with a lead in, in ice games out. But no matter what happens with the Mahomes, they could be up 14-0, down 24-0. I just have complete and utter confidence in them. It's like a, almost like a college game when the team is just so much better um, and can score at, at any time, like LSU and Joe Burrow. If we want to talk about that uh, for, for a minute after we're done with the NFL games. But um, I just see no reason the Chiefs are going to lose. I, I think we're underrating um greatness and uh yeah, we're we're underrating greatness and we're forgetting how dominant Patrick Mahomes has been because they've lost the coin toss to the Patriots last year. They win that coin toss and everybody in their mother is saying how the Chiefs are unbeatable. They're gonna win their second straight Super Bowl. There's no way they're gonna lose at home. This Lions laugh will be low, but because D Ford lined up off sides and they freaking lost the coin toss, it seems like somehow the Titans have a chance. And I just I haven't felt this strongly um, about a playoff game in a while. I really felt confident in the Packers um, to take down the Seahawks or, or at least cover you know plus three. If they needed to, but this is the other, only other game I, I feel as confident about. Um, it's just, it's just silly. The Chiefs are just too good, and we're not. Nobody is is taking it seriously enough. They're just way better than the Titans.
0: I agree. I also think the Baltimore was too, but I've got you here. I'll take seven. I'll take KC minus seven for this at home. Uh, Titans come back down to earth. I don't care. There's no monkey. There's no back. There's no anything. It's just, they're just going to go and they're a juggernaut and they're just, they just are just, just methodical and, and unstoppable and they're so fast. They're so fast. It's crazy how fast they are. Uh, Let's move on. Packers, Niners, your Green Bay Packers head on the road uh, to face the Niners, but we discussed it in the past. It's like of all the places they could go on the road, going um, going into San Fran is probably the best case scenario for any team, right? That San Francisco home field isn't some daunting, you know, it's not like going up to Seattle, it's not going into Lambeau, it's not going into the Dome uh, in New Orleans, right? It's it's not as like this vaunted, terrifying place. Sure, it's going to be loud and stuff, and it's going to be home, but it's not crazy bad. Now, there's seven and a half point road dogs uh, going into the Niners here. Now, now that being said, um, San Francisco moved to 10-6 10-6-1 six, six ATS um, after last week's win um, but I did mention Green Bay Road Dogs 3-1 and one as Road um, Underdogs this year, they love to overachieve and uh, what are we going to see are we going to see them overachieve against the Niners this weekend
1: well you will not have made a lot of money in your life betting against Aaron Rodgers as an underdog in, in his career uh, that has not been a wise decision this year. It has not been a wise decision in Clearly any not, year. No. I'm really looking for some outside opinions, and I want to get your feedback on this game more than myself because as a diehard Packers fan, I, I think my judgment may be a little clouded in this game. It's interesting. The, the Packers are 14-1 and one outside the state of California this year, 0-2 inside the state of California this year. And actually even lost their preseason game. In the when they played in California this year, 0 3, um, which is uh, a, a weird situation, um, for, for Rodgers in the pack. But man, I, I, they got killed in the regular season 37 to 8 in San Francisco. Yeah, Rodgers. I don't know if you saw it. He told Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo, We'll see you later, implying he'll see him in the playoffs. Um, and he he is, he's there. And man, I don't know, just it seems weird to me to bet against Aaron Rodgers in an NFC championship, especially with seven and a half points. I just would be terrified if I was a 49ers fan coming, you know, they should have taken him number one overall in the draft. When asked about the 49ers not drafting Aaron Rodgers, if if he was disappointed, he famously said not as disappointed as the 49ers will be that they didn't draft him. And uh, this is a chance to to make that mark again once more in his career. And uh, I would be terrified to bet um the Niners to have to win this game by eight or more but I, I'd love to get your opinion um more than mine uh because I may be being a little bit of a homer
0: you're being a total homer here um by the way uh you know that that you realize Aaron dra- Aaron Rodgers was drafted like 100 years ago like like the, you get over it Aaron okay you got a Super over. Bowl, you've been in the league you've been in the league a long time no one cares it's fine you're good you proved it it's it's over there's no, there's no little grudge there. There's a little grudge. You think there's a little grudge? There's a little, little chip on his shoulder here. He wasn't drafted the fifth round. He wasn't. He wasn't Tom Brady here. Getting, getting all up, being too old and all this stuff. I don't think Aaron Rodgers has that chip on his shoulder. But I also don't believe Aaron Rodgers plays that kind. He, he has to, He plays with this smug confidence. That's really what he does, right? Uh, um, it doesn't matter if it goes wrong. He just, he sort of just gets. It's he, he gets moody. He's a moody guy. I think overall. Um... And he's just very consistent. And here's the deal: you're going to have a Niners team that's very well rounded, but they're not spectacular, really. Like Matt Brady gets into open space; that's a spectacular thing. But overall, of the course, the body of work they put together on this uh, throughout the season has been a uh, a pretty decent offense, fairly balanced, and a, a, a just a far better than average pass D. Um, and and that's like that's all. Like when I'm sitting there, when you look for bright spots across the board. You're not just like, oh, there's that's this incredible X, Y, Z here. Like, Garoppolo's pretty good, but he's not fantastic. You know, the secondary's pretty good, but it's not like, oh, my God, don't throw at Richard Sherman, even though they try to make it out to be that way. It's like, eh, hey, whatever, right? I think they're consistent enough to win this game against this Packers team, but I, I, don't, I don't see them covering eight. I think over time, I think it's going to be a close game. I think they will win over the course of four quarters. Um, I think the Packers... Are going to put up some points on them though. Um that total of 45. I mean, I'd like I like it I like it going through the through the roof a little bit there. I know it's two defenses here, but I, I don't feel like that. I think they're gonna air it out a little bit. Uh I don't know if the Packers win, but I, I feel like the Packers cover eight points on the road with Aaron Rodgers 13 and three. This is no like they did it they got a defense, you know?
1: That that's how I feel too. And I mean I I am not picking the Packers to win, but yeah, that does seem change. The total seems low as well, especially because yeah. the Packers are seven and a half point underdogs. So we're saying the the Packers if they score twenty points, then the 49ers are projected for over 27 points. That's that's over forty seven right there. And you gotta figure Aaron Rodgers is gonna get the twenty points in this yeah. football game. Like, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. even if even if they suck And they're getting blown out, whatever. They'll get a late touchdown to get themselves to 20. They don't even need 20 maybe to cover. They might need 17 to cover if if the Niners are actually going to win by more than 7.5. That just seems...
0: Yeah. Do I think the Packers are going to lose by 15 points? Like, like, no. That would be absurd. So do I think... Yeah, do I think not only can the Packers keep it close, but can they get in there late and put a touchdown on the board? Yeah, I think they absolutely can. Uh, especially with some of the clutch play that they've got out of their receivers with Adams and uh, uh, maybe for the first time ever is uh, Jimmy Graham, like making some clutch plays to get some points on the board. I think we got an overplay and we got a Packers play here. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think that's the way to go on both sides. Um, I'm Personally, um, I just I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm not seeing. That that people are, are confident that the Niners are going to win this game by eight plus. I, I usually anybody look. Is. I
0: don't think anybody like, is, man. I think I talked to so many people, and they're just like, like this is what I'm, the the same story that comes out of it is that there's nothing spectacularly great about the 49ers, but they're very well rounded. They do a good job, um, but they don't. They're not this. I mean, that's what makes them so good. By the way, is that they're just so well rounded and consistent. You you, you got to kind of pick your poison on how you're going to lose to them or how you're going to beat them. That being said. Um, you have a very dynamic team in Green Bay where Aaron Rodgers will hit that, you know, that 12 yarder over the shoulder between two defenders when he needs to. That's going to happen. Devontae Adams is very good. Um, uh, Jimmy Graham can do his thing. You know what I mean? You know what I'm getting at here. Jones will run. Like they're, 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 it's it's six of one, half a dozen of the other with those guys. Um, 49ers are not that more consistent, but not more than eight or 10 points consistent, you know?
1: Yeah. And and again, this is a a playoff game where, again, winning is the only thing that matters. The the 49ers aren't a team that runs up the score on you like the Chiefs firing away. Um, Mm -hmm. I I can envision a scenario where, you know, the 49ers get the ball up seven with, you know, six minutes left, and their only goal is to run out the entire clock. I mean, the the Chiefs, Mahomes might be just, you're up seven, he'll fire two lasers down the field. Tyreek Hill, 50 yard touchdown, you're down 14. In five seconds, but the hours <laughs> yeah. might just, you know, run out the game in a scenario like that. Yeah, so
0: yeah, I absolutely I, agree with you.
1: Yeah, so we're we're both in agreement then on, on Packers plus seven and a half seems seems like the side to go yeah, on. It's um, like a
0: twenty eight twenty four game written all over it. You know what I mean? Maybe 24 um, written all over it, and we get that seven and a half cover.
1: Yeah, uh, I think you know what, look, what I mean. They could win outright. They could lose close, or they could. Legit get basically blown out, kind of like the Vikings. I know it was uh, better, you know, 17 and not 14, yeah. but the Vikings had the ball with a chance to score a garbage touchdown late uh, to, to lose by only 10. It was Kirk Cousins instead of Aaron Rodgers, so it didn't work out. But uh, a scenario just like that may, may happen for Green Bay as well that can get blown out but still cover. So well, I, I just i am, am all over Green Bay that uh, almost every scenario leads to them either covering or having a, a chance to cover. And when the 49ers, you might need some some luck um, to win by uh, two scores.
0: Well, there you have it. If you like what you heard here or you don't, you can head to betonline.ag and use the promo code REVIEW. Get some more money in your betting account for AFC Championship Sunday. Coming up, uh, this has been the Under Review Show. I'm D. This is the Aftermath episode. Our recap and then our look ahead. Every single Tuesday here on the Under Review Show. Of course, you can find us on um, uh, Spotify, Uh, itunes podcasts you can find us at underreviewshow.com on podcast one on clns podcast network you can find us all those places and you can get all of this wicked betting info every single week delivered to you on behalf of eric rosenthal and d and our good friends at betonline.ag enjoy the afc and nfc conference championship this weekend adios muchachos